Greetings, everyone. Greetings, greetings. And um, I've returned. This is Chief Yuya. And um, back with the Chief Yuya podcast. So this session, I'm just really going to do a, a mini, a mini cast, if you will, if that's a, if that's a term. <laughs> but I'm going to do a mini cast because, uh, yeah, it's, you know, um, we ended our last season and Sure, we've been doing this for um, over 10 years now, but I just now decided to start doing things in terms of seasons. So technically it's the second season, but there's like literally over eight, 800 shows, you know, and um, we're not going to do 800 shows per season. But my intention was to actually come back and uh, first I said January of 2023. Then I said, nah, I'll push it to February. We're now in April, you know, before we know we'll be halfway through the year. But I just needed um, some time to get into a space where uh, I wanted to speak and I wanted to share and I wanted to teach again. You know, this this an alternating always of yin and yang strokes, you know, and you have to kind of know when it's yin stroke, you know, when there's there's that level of, of pressure. You know, and it's slow and it's light and it's barely touching. And then when it's that fast and strong yang energy. So I'm feeling the yang now. <laughs> I'm definitely feeling the yang. So, um, we're gonna, we're gonna charge forward with so many beautiful teachings. And I just, this is kind of just me greeting everyone, just saying peace, you know, and, and get ready, you know, get ready, strap back in because, you know, we're about to, we're about to do it again. And our format for our power casting will be so much different this time. You know, our first segment we're going to do is going to be on foundations. I really want to start to, we're going to build back up again, right? You know, um, starting from our foundations and getting, getting strong again until we go above the sky, you know? And one of the important things that we have to look at always the size, you know, um, are we expanding our size? Are we expanding the size of our thoughts? Are we even expanding our capacity for breath? You know, the, the size of our, of our breathing are all of these things around us expanding, you know, sometimes when you speak and, you know, you explore different concepts, the focus is always on what is, what, what life is. You know, and all of the different things that fits inside of what life is as opposed to size, right? Because life fits within a, within the concept of a, of a, of a size. You know, we think of things like the sky or the, or the galaxy and the universe and we say, well, what's beyond those things? I don't know. You see? So the concept of size always wins. It, it trumps everything. It always trumps everything when we're moving to a bigger size. What's what's the biggest, most advanced and amazing thought I can have? I don't know. What's the most profound life experience that I could have? What's the most profound love adventure that that I could have? I don't know. You see, you see how size wins every single time. And sometimes we be we gather so much stagnant energy in our lives um, and our bodies and our minds that, um, we have to pull, you know, we have to kind of lead and, 
and guide ourselves out of that stagnation. You know, in, in more classical times, physical stagnation, like even um, stiffness, you know, you may call it, you know, you get up from your chair, you have to stretch a bit and things like that. Um, in more classical times in the East, that was considered to be the building up of, of evil energies within the body. So, um, and it was said that sickness primarily came, you know, from that stagnation. So that, that concept of pushing outward, you know, stretching and pushing things out of you, you know, was kind of an understanding that was used to take some of the negative influences out of one's interior, but also push negative influence outside into the, you know, out, even further out of your external environment, you know, and, um, even with, with alchemy, you know, it, it, that, that whole philosophy would also speak about the effects of pushing out the mind, you know, because stagnation was always the enemy, you know, and having excessive, um, qualities of energy in you that are not being, that are not flowing and are not moving through your energy system would create toxins. So you would always want to purge those toxins, whether it be through stretching, whether it be through breathing, whether it be through walking or meditating, but all of these different ways to get the toxins, push them out, push them out and uh, remove what would be considered as confusion, you know? So that's why it's so important. You know, I'm a lot of yang energy. I'm expanding and um this space of our of our purpose you know in this culture and um per- and expanding our patterns of development and response so we can move to you know greater continuities in what it is that we that we own and say hey man this is this is what we're doing you know and and just just having better better response you know better better response time more intelligent responses, um, you know, initiating a, a, a better kind of control system within ourselves so we can understand, understand ourselves a little bit more, you know, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to touch upon some foundations and, you know, uh, like I said, the, the format is going to be so much, so much bigger and, uh, indifferent, I should say, you know, and, Sometimes we're, we're all solidified by this, this loose net that we call gravity, you know, gravitation. And, you know, that loose net of gravity, it shrinks down atoms so that they may become other things. And those atoms have their own nuclei and they have protons and electrons that revolve around them and go even further you have subatomic particles and then you have tachyons and then um we might say well what's underneath tachyon nothing (laughs) that's not true though right because everything that exists denies nothing you know so to 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 ever imagine that the conclusion of things is nothing is an impossibility right so we want to we want to go as far outward. You know, if if we, you know, imagine if if you went to your highest and greatest thought and you saw a sign that said dead end turn around. Like would that make sense to you? It probably wouldn't, right? Or if we say, man, you know, um there's all of these different advances in technology where people are able to move through outer space and 
they're pecking or moving through the shell of, of what the universe is and they're going to end up just hitting nothing. Well, I mean, you, you think of like, uh, um, an ostrich, a baby ostrich in the shell or any other bird, you know, a, a serpent, even, uh, a fish. It's inside of a, a, a an egg. And especially if you're dealing with a serpent or you're, you're dealing with a, a bird, the, ser- the, the shell is hard. So it might, from within, push all the way outward and think that it's hit the end because it's hit this hard surface, right? And sometimes when things get hard, if we haven't built up strong structural foundations, we back up. We back up, we back off. And imagine if that little chick keeps pecking, keeps pecking at that shell. And then all of a sudden, there's like this flood of light that comes through. Right. And it, and it just comes into its space and it's like, Oh my goodness, there's a hole. There's a hole at the end of the, of the universe. <laughs> Not realizing that, you know, to discover outside of ourselves or outside of our entire universe is like us being just one atom on a blade of grass on the planet. There's so much more outside of us. And sometimes we're forced to think that, um, you know, we have this really short flash of life and this is all there is. You know, it's like if I, if I take this piece of glass and I incinerate it, um, then it loses potential for eternity and not realizing that your existence, it rises from infinity. You see? So there's so much that we have, we have to learn. You know, I remember. I think it was Einstein who said that man doesn't know, what was it, one hundredth of one percent of what exists in, in the universe? It was, it was some number like that. It was like one hundredth of one percent of what exists in the universe, right? And it, it's always interesting when you, when you hear a statement like that and you really reflect on it because you think about the things that we say with such surety, you know, like this is it. it. It goes no further than this. And, you know, not realizing that it's so much that you don't know. And, you know, by keeping your mind small and not building your, your foundation, you keep yourself very small. You see, you keep yourself very small, you know, um, even sometimes in your concepts of your divine or your sacred, you, you place it somewhere, you know, right? So, you know, not realizing that it's larger than that. Well, for some of us, for, for some, it, it may not be any larger than that. It may be, you know, it'd be just what it is and it's, and it's perfectly fine. And, and, you know, depending on how far you want to go and how big you want to be, um, and you know, where you want to swing, you know, how far you want your pendulum to swing is going to determine how much you're going to embrace, you know, all that you don't know and all that can save your, your flesh and your brain from a mental death and, and how that will quickly bring you to a, a uncomfortable physical death. If that is something that's, um, that's important to you, may or may not be. You know, so 
like I said, you know, this is really just a mini cast because I wanted to just really say greetings. You know, it's been a, it's been a, a good while since we've, um, connected and, um, had an opportunity to explore through all the different things that we adore and get ourselves to a place where we're shining with the light of 10,000 suns, you know, and, and, and just kind of having that central concept reinvigorated again of, of divine eminence, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm excited to walk with you all on this journey once again and to explore these concepts again and to get into our, our body work and our path work and our coordination work and our, intention and our breathing and you know just just getting to that space again where um we're back in the movement we're back in the flow you know i wanted to also touch upon you know speaking about energy gates you know we we uh concluded our last 2022 segment yeah 2022 we concluded it with the um <laughs> the challenge right and uh you know some of you did it. Some of you didn't, <laughs> you know, uh, I was, I had shared, you know, put that under the video and I think maybe one or two people did, but then people were speaking about it here and there. And just to refresh you, we did a challenge for the month of December. Um, and it was, it was distinct for men and women. And, uh, for the men, it was a push up challenge, um, as well as squats. You know, there was a spiritual challenge in terms of meditation, in terms of reading. Um, writing love letters, if you will, and even planning out your next, your next 12 months and journaling. And, um, for the women, it was, it was similar, you know, pretty much all the same things. It was walking also included. And for I myself, you know, we had a 1K challenge, 2K, 3K, basically, or level one, two, three. Level one was like 50 pushups a day. Um, you know, uh, for the women, it was, uh, how many was it a day? Um, I want to say 50. No, for the men, it was 50. For the women, it was 10. I have to look at my sheet again. Um, I just know what it was for the month, right? So for the, the month, it was 1200 pushups for the men. That was the lowest level. It was 390 for the women. And the highest level was 780 for the month for the women. And, um, 5,200, uh, for the men, if you did 200 a day, or you could do the bonus, which was 300 a day, right? And then, um, for our squats, it was, uh, 2,600 for the, uh, for the month. And, um, for our spiritual challenge, 7,800 minutes of meditation for the month, 7,800, uh, minutes of reading for the month, and 78 love letters, right? Um, breaking it down for the month, you know, some people thought you had to do it like this, how much every day, but you could do it like that. But some days like Sabbath, we, you know, and I knew we don't work. So there was that time where, okay, you got to make up for, for that day miss. But for most of us, we, as soon as sun went down, we were just hurrying up getting on it, you know, but, um, for those who participated, you know, we had a retreat in the middle of, we had a, a December retreat. It was December. So, um, we were doing, you know, knocking out our challenges while we were there, even driving to the retreat, pulling over at the rest stops and knocking out squats and push-ups and things like that. So it would, that was a beautiful experience to share that with the community. 
um, I did the, the highest levels of everything, right? So I did the 300 pushups per day. I did, um, what was it about four, uh, 10,000 steps or more a day, something like that. And the 2600 squats and stuff like that, you know, um, because, you know, <laughs> just uh, if you're going to be the Jegna, you know, you have to be able to relate to what people are, are experiencing. And I know different folks had different challenges in different areas. I can say for me, um, the physical part wasn't really too big a deal after a while. My joints were, um, on fire, you know, like my elbows. I, I have, um, what they call like tennis elbow, you know, and I, I didn't use, I didn't play tennis, but, um, from years of, um, like sparring and, you know, in combat training, you, you know, if you do it for a long time, you can possibly throw like your, um, your joints out. So from just years of punching, 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 punching my elbows, um, they feel, they feel fine unless I'm really like working them. Then it's like, oh yeah, cause it's, it's not as much cartilage in them. And, um, when I was younger, I didn't, re- I, n- I never took anything to like support them, you know, any supplements and stuff like that. So it is what it is. No biggie. So that's, you know, I felt, you know, elbows just walking around hot. <laughs> I had hot elbows, you know, for the month. Um, but, uh, I could say probably that the toughest thing was the love letters. You know, that was, that was, that was a challenge because, um, there were plenty of people to, to write to for me, but then there was also the people I didn't write to. And I had to say, well, you know, should I include this person? I haven't spoken to this one in some time and mm, maybe didn't leave this one on the best of terms and, or, or, you know, different things like that. So that was a, that was a bit challenging because I, you know, I didn't have a generic letter like, you know, I really personalized my letters and I sent uh, a lot out. Some of them went out by mail. Like I had to write some hand letters uh, to some folks, um, to other folks. It was like long text message. You know, I did emails for others. It was, I had all these different um, mediums that I was using to get, to get my letters out, depending on how I normally communicate with the person. And, it, and um, there was some, I wish I would have taken back. <laughs> Uh, because I, I did all mine first. Like I drafted them, you know, so I would do my letters like maybe a couple of days before I sent them out. You know, I was do, like, cause I made a list first, you know, like I'm going to do this first, this, this, that, 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 that. And then, um, when I had contacted like me, one or two people like, Hey, what's your, your address now? Or, you know, how's the best way to send you something? The response was so, ugh. Like, this is why I haven't spoken to you in so long. You just reminded me, <laughs> you know, and uh, I was like, well, I'll send the letters anyway. But some of them, I was like, man, I wish I wouldn't even, you ain't even deserve that. <laughs> you know, I know that sounds horrible, but um that's a part of the, the exercise. That's part of because it, it's humbling as well. You know, so that was probably the most challenging part. The reading was easy. Uh, the meditation was, was pretty easy, you know, mapping out my goals for the 12 months was not hard at all. Cause I, I do that every year anyway. So, um, but yeah, those, those, those two things, uh, the squats couple of days, I wasn't really in the mood, <laughs> you know, I really wasn't in the mood for, uh, the squats, but you know, that's, that's a part of, that's a part of the challenge. You know, it's, it's, 
It's not about if you're physically strong enough to do it, you know, or or you do all of this and it makes you strong. Because, you know, when you're putting that much pressure on on your body every day, you know, your muscles don't even really get a chance to grow. So it's, it's it wasn't really a, an activity to like, man, after 30 days, I'm, you know, I'm looking like Tony Atlas or, you know, Ronnie Coleman. It, it wasn't that type of situation. It was it was more so do I have the fortitude and the honesty to tell my community that this is what I'm going to do and keep doing it, you know, and really be someone who's going to characteristically be a person, you know, who stands by what it is that is that I say, you know? So, um, and that was, that's not just me. That was for everybody who, who participated. And some people, they vacillated, you know, they were like, yeah, I started out doing the high thing and then I brought it down, you know, to the, to, I just did my 50 push up, you know, that, that's cool too. That's cool. You know, it's, it's you're in it. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're, you're running a marathon, you know, you're going a little faster, you're going a little slower, you know, either one. Um, but at least you're, you're still in it and you're, you're striving for that, that means of perfection, you know, um, you, and that's what's important because even doing exercises like that, you're setting a common ground, you know, for how you're going to communicate and, you know, what we're all going to be, and what we're all going to do. And that common ground is really the perfection of the community is the perfecting. As I've told you many times, you know, the word perfect coming from perfect, you know, um, that was the old, the old English and, um, perfect or, you know, the per, perfecere. That was a Latin, the, the, the perfecere in, you know, per, you know, meaning like to do something when you, when you do something, right? And then you have, um, de or de or de in. And that's, that's like, it has European roots, but, you know, that, that means to complete something, to finish something. So to perfect is to do something. You know, it's, it's a cipher. I'm going through my cipher. So when the community is doing something together, we are strengthening the cipher. We're, we're like, you know, locking hands and we're going from, as we say in supreme mathematics, from knowledge to born, you know, or from one to nine in order. And you have to go through what the one to nine in order to obtain perfection. You know, that circle is perfect. You know, even though you may look at Anu and say, well, this one's this tall, this one's this short, this one's this wide, this one, you know, so it, it it's a jagged circle. But nonetheless, if everyone is locked arms, then um it's perfect and like i said sometimes we confuse that that flawless concept you know we we it's just the wrong usage you know we we kind of consummated as a cinnamon i mean i was just kidding, cinnamon <laughs> it's, it's ramadan right now so you know that daytime fast you what we're thinking about cinnamon hot cross cinnamon buns but you know we we kind of yeah consummate that that synonym you know, uh, for perfection. And, um, it's not, you know, flawless is not, it's, it, it can be relative in a way, but it, it, they don't go together. You know, um, understanding that perfection is knowledge to born. Born is to be complete, you know, perfection, you know, or to perfect is knowledge. When I start going to a place of perfection and shining up and clearing up, I'm starting at knowledge. And then when I get that shun, you know, that per, if you will, is knowledge to do. I'm going, let's go get this done. Let's learn this. 
<clears throat> excuse me, and then getting to that place of completion, you know. Um, and as I've shared before, you know, in ancient Kemet, you had the word Kim or, or what we sometimes call Tawe, you know, um, another name for that land. But um, Kim means completion. You know, it means black, you know, and of course, black, of course, is a is a completion, you know, but um, it means to complete or to or to perfect. You know, sometimes we go into the dark, heavy wisdom of of blackness, like, man, I got to get this done in it. It makes us more sullen or it makes us more grave. But that's actually part of completing our own cycle or cipher going from the number one from knowledge, wisdom, understanding, culture, freedom, power, refinement, equality. You know, God build or destroy and into born going through all those different processes. Now, yeah, I become darker. <laughs> I become blacker, you know, because I'm getting I'm getting burnt more with the knowledge. I'm getting darkened. And fattened with the knowledge, if you will, like I'm getting cooked almost like I'm in a forge being perfected and refined, you know, and, and it's similar to the term we have uh, Gamar and Gamar sometimes is Gomer as well. You know, so if you ever heard the term Gomer Azdabar, G-O-D, Gomer Azdabar, you know, which also beauty, strength and wisdom, but it's also another term for perfection, you know, or God, but perfection. But it's, it's that, that process, you know? So, um, like I said, mini cast <laughs> somewhat. And, uh, I just wanted to connect with you all and just share where we're going in this, in this, um, in this session and, you know, all of the different gates of energy and, and harmony that we are surely going to, to pass through in order to, uh, get the job done. Right. So I'm, I'm feeling great about that. And, um, even if I wasn't feeling great, it, it's, you know, ain't about the feeling so much, but I know that this is a great time to energetically move into what it is that we're looking to do. All right. So, um, be on the lookout. I have the new podcast. I know last season we were doing, I was releasing them every Tuesday and I may stick to that, you know, or I may not, but it will, it will be consistent just like last time. Um, pretty much starting now, <laughs> starting immediately, you know. So, like I said, get your pens and papers or your iPads and your Apple pencils out or your tablets and your, your, um, stylus out. However you take your notes, you know, um, because we're going to start moving through a lot of different flavors and, you know, kind of balancing, um, a lot of the different knowledge that we have within our own bodies in order, in order for us to go to perfection. And we're going to do it together. You know, just like we do when I knew we do things together and um, that's the best way to do them. You know, we do them together so that we can consciously um, go through the steps that we need to and have our own wands of light, you know, have our own wands of light and explore the fulfillment that we're supposed to have. You know, we move as a team, you know, whether we're moving as couples or whether we're moving as family units, you know, but it's about the unity and um, all of the different wonderful ways that we can achieve unity. Even if it's like, hey, we're going to do a challenge. We're going to write some love letters, you know. Um, we're going to write two love letters a day and I'm going to do a couple of squats. You know, I'm going to do 20 squats a day or 10 squats a day and we all going to do it together. Or it's Ramadan, we're going to fast together or the solstice is here or the equinox is here. You know, it's all these different wonderful ways of reaching this wonderful goal 
And it could be, you know, there's other things you could do. You can wash dishes together. Let's do the dishes together. You know, let's garden together. Let's, let's clean out some rooms together. Let's organize the attic together. You know, but no matter what we do, we, you know, let's do it in collaboration because collaboration is the cornerstone of an awesome relationship. You know, whether you're on a job or a project, all these things are symbolic of the, the paying attention to our relations and paying attention to what we've been fortunate to receive in other people and paying homage to it. And the more we work together, you know, even if it's something that, you know, it's simple as a boring chore or something that's super inspired and creative, you know, no matter what, as long as we're working towards that goal of harmony, the atmosphere becomes like honey. You know, it binds everything together. It becomes sweet and love grows. And there's a flame that also extends, you know, as well as a result. So I look forward to continuing this journey with you all in season two of the Chief Yuya podcast. All right, everyone. Um, if you need to get coaching, it's askosiris.com or osirislife.com. If you want to join the community, Anu Life, it's anulifeglobal.org. As we've been sharing as well, this retreat coming up in June in New Orleans, we're making open to all of you supporters and lovers of the work who, who have been vicariously, you know, experiencing the Anu um, passion and having your own empathetic responses from where you're at. But now this is an opportunity for you to be with us and kick it with us, joke with us, learn with us, counsel with us, cry with us. You know, there's always somebody's always crying at the retreats. <laughs> there's always that those opportunities to open up and kind of let your, let your locks down, if you will, and, and express. But, um, you know, for that information, again, go to anulifeglobal.org. And there's retreats to, I mean, excuse me, there's links to register for the treats, retreats and stuff like that. I just said the treats. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I got food on my mind more. <laughs> I didn't even realize it until I started talking. You know, cinnamon. You know I'm saying register for the treats, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't feel hungry. Well, hey, maybe my, my brain is hungry, I guess, maybe. But nonetheless, um, I look forward to moving forward and, uh, you know, speak to you all very soon. All right. Peace.